welcome Mac Maloney fans to a special edition of Mac Maloney's Military X-Files show. This is Pistol Pete. And tonight, Mac and the gang are throwing an on-air book party for Mac's new book, How to Dump a Body at Sea and Not Get Caught, The Al Ferrari Story. Now, our regular listeners know that Mac and our buddy, crime novelist Mark Zapula, have been working on this book for more than a year. Well, it's finally out and on sale. And tonight, we're going to talk about how it all came together, plus when the movie's coming out, and some funny behind-the-scenes stuff, too. I'd just like to remind everyone that they can go to Amazon.com and type in How to Dump a Body at Sea and Not Get Caught to get your copy of Mac's new book today. It's that easy. That title again, How to Dump a Body at Sea and Not Get Caught. And now, let's join the party. Well, good evening, everyone. Welcome to Mac Maloney's Military Sound Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Money, very special show. This is the online book party. We have a, a new book out called How to Dump a Body at Sea and Not Get Caught by uh, Mac Maloney and Mike Zapola. We're going to be talking about the book tonight, uh, why we wrote it, how we put it together, behind-the-scenes stories, etc., etc. But first, let me introduce the members of the posse. Girls, get ready. I'm not teasing you this time. I know it's been a while, but get your uh, mister, get your fan, get your big box of Kleenex, your big box of wipe. You're squeezing your loo because he's here, the real item. One, one. How are you? The very, very famous. Hello, Mac Maloney. The I very famous here, one. And, uh, glad to be here and glad to be anywhere. Hmm. I heard you had some imposters on on a couple of shows. Well, you know what happened? Uh, who told you that? How dare you? Mm hmm. So you moved castles, as we were saying, correct? Yes, I, I, we moved into a different castle. This is a a, a king, a King Richard uh, the Third uh, really? area, I think. Mm -hmm. Did they call him and, King Dick Three? Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Oh man! I mean, this I know is the my kind history. Of area where you actually, you know, when you you're doing uh, metal detecting and stuff on yeah. the beach, yep, you actually can find stuff. Yeah, I'll bet. Yeah, yeah. Bill Wyman, that's what he did for 10 years after leaving the Stones. He was like, you know, going around with a metal detector and he found a lot of really interesting stuff. Because yeah. a lot of stuff happened over there, over the years. Oddly enough. How, when's the last time you had fish and chips? Uh, you know, it's been a while. It's See? probably been a month now. Wow. Okay, the bloom's off the well, road. Because so. Eileen's been trying to back off on it. And I'm, you know, I hate to eat fish and chips in front of her, you know. The chips are the thing. I had fish and I've chips today. Chips. And the, the, this place near me has amazing chips. If you just want to eat chips. Yeah, which are, potato, which are french are fries. Yes. Yeah. But, Better than any restaurant I've gone into. This is, a take, this is a totally pure takeaway place. It's always stuff to go. I went out to lunch today. Here. Which, a, just stuff you go? to go. You eat it on the beach, you eat it in your car, or I just take it across the street. Mm -hmm. I'm like a two-minute walk to the place. I went to lunch today with our good friend Phil O'Banes, who's on uh, our trivia shows, the president yep. of Winning Moves, the game guy. Yep. We went to the boathouse in Essex, which I've been to a couple times. They give you – I got fish and chips. They gave me so many French fries. They gave me a – you know what a platter – like a dinner platter is? That were yep. the ch those were the French fries, and then the fish came in. A <laughs> Who eats this many French fries? This had to be. I don't know. It, it's nuts, but it was good fish. though. It's good. Well, it's so much potatoes, you know. Yeah, French fries are like one of the worst things for you. But anyway, that's another show. Hey, listen, no switchy tonight. He's MIA. 
Would you say he's MIA? He was still kind That's of looking for him. He's never missing. He joined us late last week, so it might be a patent farming. I think he's one step away from Dylan in the limo, frankly. We um, mentioned that sometimes. Basically, when Bob Dylan made it, in quotes, he signed a big contract for Columbia. He was driving around a limo with all the people who had stuck around with him, stuck with him through thick and thin. He stopped the limo and he kicked them all out. <laughs> I get that feeling that uh, that's what's going to happen with Switch. But anyway, to make up for it, uh, Chief of Security is here. the band, right? Is that what happened? Uh, yeah. and then he said, oh, I just fired my band. What happened? Uh, Willie Club, Willie is with us. How you doing, Willie? After a week you know, off. Oh, it's great to be here tonight. Yes. I'm really excited because we're going to get the preview Yes. a potential uh, New York Times or whatever bestseller. Mm. So, you know, I've never had that What would that be? So I'm, <laughs> okay. I'll tell you, I've been waiting all day to, to, uh, to go through this. I've really enjoyed that novel, and uh, mm-hmm. so I'm looking forward to chatting about it. I also am concerned, you mentioned about Switch. Yes. And, uh, I hate to start a rumor, but I understand that what happened was is the kitty cats got into his oh. earpiece. Oh, really? Now yeah. he is. He's very vain. He won't come on the show without it on, yeah. even if he puts it on backwards. But, <laughs> so that's that's unfortunate, and it, it's too bad because we could have shut his screen off. You know, well, so yes. He wouldn't have to look at it. Right. But apparently that... Really bothers him, and I, I understand. The, he, could the, wear, he could have worn like a hat, you know, like Raven wears. Right, sure. We all wear hats. Raven, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, they they're coughing up more than uh, real hair. Let's put it that way, right? Oh, exactly. The hairballs. Speaking of, also with us. Well, let me get this over with first. In the studio with us. Sorry, I don't, I don't know why I put it that way. I'm wow, sorry, Al. Wow, You'll fall mechanic, Al Ronaldo. Yeah. Wow, that, that's that's an interesting. Okay, uh, I'm sorry. I yeah, I don't know. I, you know, he was going for Raven, and, right, and, and then instead he just took a right turn. He took a right hook and All just right. took a shot at me. Well, I want to save um, the best for last. Yeah. Well, I, don't I, take I, that as an uh, insult either. Now, Willie, I want to I want to know how did the Celtics win last week? Yeah, they certainly oh, they, did. Yeah. You know, the odds were 16, and they won by 19. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, they, so they, they don't have any trouble with teams yeah. like that. I think they were 29 and 3, and the team they were playing was 3 and 29 or something. Oh, okay, it was like, right. okay, there you go. But we thought they'd have a letdown, but no. Nah. And they, they said, you know, a 20, 20 straight wins at the guy. Yeah, uh, they missed the other night. They they lost they the did, first one by one, two points. But I'll t- they're they're not to talk sports, but wow, what a team they have to get! They finally put together a team that is last year and this year. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you, it's it's the, it's in the top five, if not the top three. There's a lot of tough teams out west. Anyway, also with us is our favorite good witch up there in Sideways Yon. Raven is with us. Raven, how are you, Raven? Hi, my Raven. friends. Hi, good thank you so much you. for having me. Yeah, it's good to see you too. Well, wow. you know, the email, the fan letters just keep pouring in. I send them out to you. Everyone is so glad that Raven is back with us. That oh, Raven is hi, back. Everyone. I'm so glad to be back. With the five drunk white guys. Wow. It, it, it seems like you'd <laughs> want to go bowling on Tuesday yeah, nights. The energy is back in the show. Right. You got that right. <laughs> We were Raven, how, how do you, you feel, white fl- guys? I had to flag the tape at about the 52-minute mark yes. of uh, what you would do if you passed on. <laughs> and, uh, what would yes. it be like for Mr. Raven? Right. <laughs> it's hilarious. Oh, make- yeah, if, I go, if I go before him, there's no way I'm not haunting him. Yeah, yeah, you're going to haunt the <laughs> shit out of him. He's going to find someone else. Has he, has he sort of predicted <laughs> luck. that? Like, That'd be okay, funny. If, you know, he'll move on and, you know, there's yes. some morning time. You know, how... 
How much yeah, morning time? Like because a year or two or like something? A, a live me would be like, you know, like in a lifetime movie, like, oh, I love you so much. I don't want you to suffer. I want you to find someone who loves you and who you love. But then I would like just turn the tables on, on the other <laughs> side. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. Be like, oh, no, no, no. Hunt the crap you out of him. never going to find someone like me. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. There's your movie. It's a ghost in reverse, right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wow! Go get yourself a little Venus flytrap. You can you can take care of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. I won't even <laughs> tell you what I told my wife, Mister <laughs> Mister Raven. That's what you got to look forward to. Uh, go ahead, Al. Now that you, I said I wouldn't even. If something happens to her. Go ahead. I'd be hooked up with another woman like in in, in less than a week. Wow. Oh. What? No one knew it'd be the maid. Go ahead, Al. So what you're saying? I won't even. Tell you people what I told my wife would happen if she. Well, you've said it, it twice, so now you have to tell us. Yeah. Go ahead. Really, really, really. Sure. I told her I'd go find a twenty-year-old Asian that wants to become a citizen. Wow, <laughs> I mean, that's lo- that's love. I, I mean, let's go. I'm not mad at that. That's no, great. You know, because it'll be a it'll be a financial and you know situation. He's a romantic. And then okay. when she out, you know, after five years, when she became a citizen, I'd ask, "Do you have a younger sister who's moved up?" Wow. He's and got, I'd go, I'd, he's got it all planned I mean, out. <laughs> anyway. Just make it transactional. I, I told her this. I mean, I seriously did say it to her. Okay. Wow. And she didn't kill me, so, hey. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Came close, though. Oh, boy. So anyway, listen. So tonight is the online book party. The name of the book is How to Dump a Body at Sea and Not Get Caught, the Al Ferrari story. Uh, that uh, a good buddy, Mark Zapula, crime novelist, and I have uh, written – it's out. It's doing great. Everyone is intrigued by the title, let's say. And we're going to be talking to people here tonight who had some way or other uh, some connection to the book or have written, the, uh, have read the book, okay? So why don't we do this? Why don't we take a commission breakdown, and we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Macaloney's Mill Tracks on show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. Please stay tuned. Hey fans, Pistol Pete here again. And before we take a break, let me remind everyone that they can go to Amazon.com and type in how to dump a body at sea and not get caught to get your copy of Mac's new book today. That's how to dump a body at sea and not get caught by Mac Maloney and Mark Zapula. And we'll be right back with more of Mac's on-air book party after this word from our sponsors. So please stay tuned. My dad, he's a double amputee, and uh, he's one of my favorite people in the world. To me, a hero is someone who fights for our country and freedom. My dad is a hero. All of our troops built this house, and my dad can get through the wide doorways. He can reach anything. Homes for Our Troops builds and donates specially adapted custom homes nationwide for severely injured post-9-11 veterans and enables them to rebuild their lives. Join our mission at hfotusa.org. Welcome back, everyone, to Mac Maloney's Tracks, our show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney. Well, what a show we have for you tonight, online book body. Tonight, uh, celebrating the fact that we finally finished a book called How to Dump a Body at Sea and Not Get Caught by um, myself and our good buddy, Mark Zapula, Boston crime novelist. And uh, we're going to be talking a lot about the book tonight. Um, but joining us, uh, let me introduce, first of all, the members of the Posse Girls. Yeah, he's back. He's back. Very famous one one. JJ. I'm back and better than ever. Hello, girls. Hello, everybody. Hello, Mac. Hmm? Good to be here. Back in black. Okay. I'm, I've missed uh, being on. Did Definitely. you really? 
Mm-hmm. Well, should we say we missed you? Or? Well, thank you. Does that make you feel better? Okay. I heard there was an imposter that was impersonating me on, on yes. the show. and uh, Yeah, yeah. We try to catch up with that individual. He did a swell job, as they say. Uh, anyway, uh, no Switchy tonight. Switchy at the last moment bailed. We, there's a lot of rumors spreading around uh, off air about what's up with Switch. The, I, I think I can safely say that a, a new chapter has um, started in Switch's life. He's on a new path, I'm going to guess. Anyway, our security chief, Willie Club, is with us, though. WC. Hey, Mac. It's great to be here tonight. Hmm. And as I said, you know, it's just exciting to be able to preview this uh, this book. I really enjoyed it. And mm-hmm. uh, so uh, looking looking forward to this tonight, I'll tell you. Okay. Now, now, but we have to talk about the gorilla in the room. And, and what it was was that last week you were at the Celtics game. Did you have good seats, by the way? I did. They were company seats. Uh, from Nice. From a company I used to work for. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, up, up in the luxury boxes. Really? Right. Yeah? Holy cannoli. Uh, so last week, while you were there in the luxury box, Switch was, you know, I don't know, on vitamins or something. He said, uh, let me quote, I can take Club out and kick his ass. Did you hear that, Pat? You know, Mac, I, I did, you know, where I wasn't able to be available for the show last week. Go ahead. I did um, listen to the show. I, I like to listen to it when I when I'm not on to see with the quality of the show if it stays up at that level. <laughs> and uh, anyways, I was I'll tell you I was shocked and disappointed. Really, and uh, that may be one of the reasons why Switch isn't isn't here. And I thought it had to do with his hairpiece. That's the rumor, but <laughs> oh, okay. whatever it was, one of the rumors. It was it was really kind of. Not like Switch, mm. and, and I understand, you know, but particularly the way he went at Juan. Yes, you know, he also but, challenges you know, Juan later on in the show. It's, it's like he's oh, mixing he up, yeah, it's mixing up club for Juan or something. Yeah, yeah, something you know, that's and, going and around. The, you know, the thing that happens, and I understand, you know, when he's got his hairpiece on backwards, you know, sometimes he goes off shot you know, off, when, off script you yes. Know, when you, yes. When, you know when you're envious of some of your co-workers sometimes <laughs> it comes out at times like that and, and i really was sorry to hear but the, the nice thing that's about rich. it is mentally yes it, that's good for him you know it's it's like you know you clear Wait, the air hold on yes all right is that what you do I'm not doing that. well it depends what you've eaten beforehand there I you go you that's had, another show you know you know, onion rings or something, maybe not. Well, listen, speaking of onion rings, in the studio with us today is your folk mechanic, Al Ronaldo. Al, how you doing? I'm doing great. Um, I actually had some onion rings tonight. Did you really? Yeah. Yeah, oh. and uh, some fried shrimp. Oh, wow, huh. And they came from Market Basket. Really? In wow. Seabrook, yeah. Okay. We have to, in really? Seabrook. We have to drive home in the Can you take a Yuba home? <laughs> <laughs> or at least to the galley? So listen, <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. Can wait. you say that word one more time? Yuba. <laughs> Uber? What is it? An Uber? No, Uber. Uber. What is it? Uber? Uber. What type of thing? Uber. Uber. Uber, like O O. Uber. Oh, that's so well, you funny. Must, you must have gone to Dorchester. Hey, listen. <laughs> that's uh, that the race of laughter you hear is from a very, very good witch up in Sideways New York. Raven. Raven. How are you? Hi, my friends. Thank you so much for having me. Okay. That hurt, Dave. That hurt. 
Why? Because you're making I, fun of my accent I'm sorry. now? It was really funny. Okay. Say it. Maybe say one it. day Uber will sponsor. What did you say? Us. You just said it too. Uber. Uber. What is it really? Uber. 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 Wow, huh? Mm-hmm. Such a difference. So how are you tonight? I'm good. I was actually, while we were on our break, I was scrolling Instagram and I came across a restaurant that I follow in Salem. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I follow it, but it uh, they started selling a one pound mozzarella stick. Oh, yes. Wow. Okay. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. my my ears went off because <laughs> right. I'm like, that is. What's that the name of that? Amazing. I want to know the name of the restaurant. Yeah, there's, I know people who will just jump for joy over that. Is that hardening of the arteries in one? Yeah, just one trip. One trip with hardening of the arteries. See you later. That's fine. It's worth it. One pound of cheese and fried bread on it? Oh, yes. Is there a hospital hospital in Salem? Go for it. uh, Do it now. Yeah, they they specialize in heart surgery, as it turns out. Listen. (laughs) We have a guest with us, super fan Susan Kay. Now, listen, we have to clap, and it has to be some... Sustained applause for Susan Kay, also known as the hot chick with the vet. Susan, how are you tonight? I'm doing excellent. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited to be here. Really? And just was looking so forward to seeing all of you. Thank you so much. Wow, wow. okay. Putting up with me. Putting up putting up with us. How's the yeah. Corvette? What's what's the latest on it? Um she's still looking pretty in the driveway. Yeah, all right. That's <laughs> all you need. So look at you you you've um you know you've hung around with us long enough to know that we were working on this book for a long time and the book has finally come out. It's called um How to Dump a Body at Sea and Not Get Caught, the Al Ferrari story. Now, it just came out, Susan, I sent you an advanced copy. Did you read it or not? It's okay if you didn't. It's fine if you didn't read the whole thing. Did you? Yes or no? Yes. Easy reading. I put it at the top of my notes. Great book. You never disappoint. Loved the story. Loved each. Loved the whole, everything about it. Mm-hmm. You got to pay attention to who's, you know, mm-hmm. reporter or, yeah, you just have to pay attention to that. Right. Yes. Yeah. And that's the funny thing. You have to pay attention to who, you're right, who they're talking to and also where they are. You know, if you look early in the story and you can see where these people are having these interviews, it kind of uh, lets you know what's going to happen at the end. Anyway, so. You have 10 questions for uh, relating to the book. Is that true? I do. Well, let's start some music. It's probably going to be sexy jazz music. But um, And should we count down 10 to 1? Or 1 to 10? Susan. Can we do 1 to 10? 1 to 10. Let's go 1 to 10. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. the the quickest thing you can to get us out. Yeah, right. As quick as possible. (laughs) That's just, that's, that's. Is that all top, is it all top 10? Past history. Past, okay. We'll see. (laughs) So this is, this is 10 questions having to do with the book that just came out, How to Dump a Body at Sea and Not Get Caught on Amazon. Oh, I should say, excuse me, before you start, I should say that Mike Zapula, the co-writer, isn't here tonight. He's actually on a PR tour. And he's um, appearing tonight with an MMA wrestler, a boxer. Do you know what's the MMA? I don't even know. Well, mixed martial really? arts. Oh, mi- mixed, mixed martial arts. Okay. Yeah. So he's on. He's being interviewed along with this guy tonight. So, so please, Susan. Number one question from Mac. Certainly. So the so I've arranged the questions. Um, I have a question for each 
of you. Okay. Uh, so the first question goes to Mac. So after having read your book, I detected some certain familiar topics in regards to things I've heard you discuss or mention on the show. <clears throat> Do any of the things in the book mirror your own life? <laughs> <laughs> mean stealing cars and burning cars and stuff? <laughs> There's certainly things when I grew up, I grew up in Dorchester, part of Boston. I saw them go on, you know, whether I was involved or not, I really can't say. But, you know, things like that just happened everywhere. You know, when, when, when we were growing up and when Al Ferrari, the um, main character in the book, was growing up too. So, yes, yes. Okay. The answer is yes. Thank you. If you have some for Mark, I'll pretend to be Mark too. Okay, so you can you can ask me his questions if you have any for him. So then, this actually was for Mark, but I crossed it out and wrote for Mac. So, in your opinion, would setting an older model Corvette on fire be an acceptable way to dispose of a problem vehicle and still be able to collect on insurance? Mm. And by the way, I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> okay. Um, I, you know, I, I just just from my own gut feeling, I would never do that. I mean, it, it'd be you know, I don't want to say it'd be hard to burn any car, but I would never burn a Corvette, no matter how how you know what I mean. There's just something sacred about Corvettes and and, and other cars too. Am I being too sentimental, Club? Not at all. You know, there's a there's a line you have to if there's a line that you can't cross, and I think Corvettes would be it. Cadillacs. Well, you have to have an emotional attachment to your car. To if the car, right? Yes. If you think that's a albatross. Yeah, but a Corvette. Or, as uh, you can always Boston used to say, an Alcatraz around your neck. <laughs> right, an Alcatraz. Um, <laughs> funny. Stop it. Then you got to part with it somehow. Yeah, but you can. But I don't think people can always sell Corvettes. You know what I mean? You can. You don't. Sure. You don't have to resort to burning a Corvette. So. I would say no. Right. Now, now, Al, Al is the UFO mechanic. Would you, how about you? How about does that affect on, you? It depends on the year of the Corvette. Really? You own a Corvette? Yeah, you I ever do. Burn that well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, you you would burn a Corvette. You? It would? depends on the year. I mean, if if you went to a C one, C two, C three, early years, probably no. Right. If you got up into the sixty eight, sixty nine, past time. that, you go. You know, those now yeah, those okay. aren't burnable because they're starting to become worth something. Oh, Once yeah. you get up into the the two thousand era, kind of yeah, you You'd know, never burn anything from the sixties. Never, I, no, because they're too valuable. Well, the seventy, even the sixties, especially. Yeah, yeah, would, yeah. That'd be they're awful. way they're worth way too much, even as a project. Right. Um, I'd have a real sentimental attachment. If I had a Corvette, man, I would. I mean, mine's a, the, the one the one that I have is a ninety. Right. And. You know, I've hoped it would go up in value. It's at this point, it it never has. It's one of the most rarest Corvettes. But anyway, that might be another show because Susan's shaking her head. Please, <laughs> next question, Susan. Please. So this one was addressed addressed to Mac in regards to switch. So okay, let's pretend he's here. On. Go ahead. So I've noticed you've had Juan Juan and Commander Cobra. Write something. I know in a previous book, Juan Juan wrote the foreword yes. uh, of one of your previous books. Mac Maloney's Mac Haunted, Haunted Universe. Universe. Yes, On Sale Everywhere. On Sale. I'm just going to beat you. Sorry. On Sale Everywhere. <laughs> Go ahead. 
And Juan Juan has admittedly never even read your book. Never read the book. Do you? Do you exclude? Oh, I read that book. I did. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Do you exclude inviting Switch to write a forward, being that he actually reads your books, because you're concerned his forward may possibly be longer than the entire book itself? Oh wow, <laughs> Switch! <Wow. laughs> well, come on, That's Switch, true. call in, Switchy. Um, <laughs> yes, yes, that'd be. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Yeah, he'd bring us down to Tudis. It would be, you know, then the wingman. I mean, the 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 the, the mothman with the quarter in his ass. Somehow he'd, he'd bring it all together. It's, it's, the question is, yes, I would, I would, I would dedicate a book to Switch before I'd ask him to write the forward. Next, please. Wow, he'll never come back now after hearing this. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next one's for JJ. Uh oh. Juan Juan, I've read your forward. Where you've commented how Mac was has authored many books, and your two favorite titles are UFOs in Wartime and Beyond Area 51. Why haven't you read them yet? And is it safe to assume you're not going to read this one either? Uh, regards to the first question, uh, I've read most of both of those books. <laughs> Uh, for Most. reference material and for research. I haven't read them cover to cover, unfortunately. And uh, this book, uh, I read as soon as I got it in my Kindle. I was I finished it up in a couple of days. It was great. My apologies. Couldn't stop reading it. <laughs> Thank you, Juan. I right. appreciate Number that. Thanks. Number five. So now there's number five's ruined. So number five was to Mac, and it was, how offended are you that Juan Juan hasn't read any of your books? Yes, well, <laughs> I'm deeply offended, as it turns out. I, I, I think we, we, we kind of joke around about it, but, but I know that he has dipped into Mac Maloney's haunted universe on Seal Everywhere for you know, research or whatever. But did you really read this one? I'll just ask you directly, Juan. Oh, yeah. I couldn't stop reading it. Really? I read, I read on my, uh, I think it has a Kindle, but I, ha I have like just the Kindle app on my uh, laptop. Yes, yes. Couldn't stop scrolling through it. I couldn't, it's like, next one, next one. This is too crazy. Next one. <laughs> it's a crazy story, though. Do you agree? It's really kind of. Well, what was cool about it, too, is that I recognize the areas that you talked about. Mm -hmm. Boston, yes. I yep. was familiar with them. Mm -hmm. uh, I, was, I was familiar with. Uh, some, uh, actually, most of the uh, the locations that you spoke of in the book. Mm -hmm. We made so, up a few, so that's the ones you didn't recognize. But anyway, that's okay. That's yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed it because if you enjoyed it, then I think a lot of people will. Yeah, it was. I, I got I got it in that respect. I got the the vibe from those neighborhoods and and, and that age group. Mm -hmm. Right. I think so. So will you give it a uh, you know, like? I said, "Wow!" Watch, you'll give it a, like a three star on Amazon instead of five because. Oh yeah, I haven't read, written my review yet. Okay, all right. We'll three, wait. What do you mean a three star instead of five? What are you talking about? Just uh, if you do five, then you know there'll be no problems. All right, but you get okay. okay. <laughs> of course. All right. Anyway, please, Susan. Next, ten questions about uh, how to dump a body at sea and not get caught. So I have to um, piggyback onto what JJ just said 
One of the things that I really enjoyed about the book was having grown up in the area. Mm-hmm. So I could kind of relate to some of the places and maybe um, allegedly some of the activities. Go ahead. Yes. So the next question is from Mr. Club. Mr. Club, it's so nice to see you again. Is it true so you nice used to see to go- you too, Susan? <laughs> Thank you. Is it true you used to go parking in the same state forest where the car burning scene <laughs> takes place? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let I- me just tell you, I wanted to add because you talked about it in one. Uh, the reason I'm really attached to this book is because one, I grew up in that city, not far from where they talk about the different streets. And uh, yes, we used to hang out at that particular, res- we call them reservations, uh-huh. state park. And that's where we used to drink when we were teenagers. We could drive up there and uh, park in the woods. Uh, we could go uh-huh. parking with, with uh, our girlfriends. Fells Park. So we spent a lot of time there. Uh-huh. But more important, as I had mentioned to, to, to Mac, when I was a teenager, I had a friend who provided a service, like Al and Jimmy were involved in. <laughs> During that time, a lot of our, uh, it was a time when guys were getting called up for draft for the military. Yes. And the first thing we did in our place, you know, when you get out of high school, was you went out and you bought a vehicle, you bought a car. And of course, you had no money to pay for it, but you know, you'd get what you can. So all of a sudden, everybody was getting their draft notices, and they were stuck with these cars. So my friend, who was uh, quite an entrepreneur, he offered a service that he would take the car Uh and dispose of it so that you could at least get out of the contract, Um, you know, going over to NAM or wherever they were going. Yep, the car payments, right. But rather than burn them, he Hmm. used to drive them over cliffs you used to push them over cliffs yeah huh yeah and i hate to admit it um, but i uh, witnessed it did you yeah and yeah so he did very well and so anyways when i when i read this story on, on chapter one about the burning and all that it it, it really brought back some chills sentimental i almost memories. felt like i knew the people that were involved yeah. See, but so the neighborhoods it, it's very accurate as to what they're Talking about the as far as the neighborhoods and all that, but yes, that that uh, I go by that uh, reservation two or three times a week, and I uh, mm-hmm. I think back. But now that I've read this chapter, I uh, it, it brings a tear to my eye. Oh, good. That, that's the uh, Fellsway Parkway, right? Fellsway Reservation. Uh, yeah, it's off the Fells. It's 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 called the Fells. Uh, reservation, mm-hmm. and th- there's a couple of places up there, but I, I don't want to get too much into the exact we understand. spot. I think that's not right, but it's a very popular area. So at, at this point, I should explain that the whole idea of the book is is like three to four years in the life of this guy who was a juvenile delinquent in the Boston area um, in the late 80s. Late 80s was kind of a weird economic time. And just how this guy had, he had different different interactions with the law, both good and bad, as it turns out. But he always seems to come out a little uh, luckier in the end than any than other people might be. So that's what the story is about. But it's also 
explains in some detail some of the scams that this guy got involved in. And I suppose you can do them too if you can if you work hard enough, if you look, you know, close enough into them. But yeah, they ripped off some big retailers, they kind of fooled the mass registry. Um they stole a piece of the Titanic. Um, yeah, crazy stuff, you know, and it, it, it yeah. was all true. So anyway, and as I'm glad people say it's a quick read because, you know, if you write it, if, if you write it quick, it's not a quick read. But if you write it and you edit it and edit it, which we did, just continuously kind of refining it, that's what makes it a quick read, you know. So I'm glad to hear that. It was a page turner. You couldn't really stop because you say, what kind of crap is this guy getting into next? Mm -hmm. How's he going to get out of this one? Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, funny. Uh, Next, please, Susan. Ten questions having to do with the book. All righty. Next question is for Mac. Um, Is it purely coincidental that all the computers referenced in the book are Macs? (laughs) A what? Say that again, please. I'm sorry. <laughs> you probably haven't haven't even noticed. Is it purely a coincidence that all the computers referenced in the book are Macs? Macs. Like I did not Mac notice that. Macintosh. Macintosh. Like Mac? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. No, I, I, did they even mention computer? Oh, that's right. Yeah, on the ship. Yeah, on the boat, the sailboat. There's, yeah. there's a Mac. Yes, right. It's been there a couple of times. Is and it I really? Like, okay. Oof. Here's another Mac computer. <laughs> hmm. I, I've never even seen a Mac computer. Someone told me once you should get a Mac computer because you're a Mac guy, but I never, I never have. I always had like PCs, and uh, I wouldn't know what to do with a Mac. You have a Mac, don't you, Will? It's more, yeah, yeah, it's more for that. Yes, right. Yep. He said in graphic arts is more for that, right, than just writing. Right. If you if you did business stuff, you used a PC. But if you did anything with graphic arts, a Mac was the way to go. Yeah, the graphics was so much better. Hmm, okay. And next, please, Sus. Next question is for the lovely Raven. Hmm. Raven, from what you've heard about Al Ferrari. Would you date him if you could? Oh, wow. Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I feel like we would probably start out doing like, you know, like a, a an FWB sort of thing. Um, this is pretty on. wild. SW, um, what is SW? Please, so the, for the... F. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> wow, okay, sorry. The, for, please, for, the, for the late person, it's a friends with benefits situation. Friends with benefits <laughs> so, you know, is what she's I benefit out of that. Go ahead. I would definitely need to know more about him, like, as far as his um, his star sign, his rising. I need to I need to get that sorted out to see um, if, right. if that would be something I could potentially deal with really, long yes. term. Yep. Car, thief, know, car um, thief, drug dealer is fine with you, but you have to, you have to know what his sign is. Is that it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, astrological temperature and and mindset. Yeah, right. Yes. Right. Okay, that's like good. They say uh, bigger is better. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Another show. Please, Susan, save us. How many more of these do we have left? Just curious. So I really have one, potentially two more. Okay, let's go with two, please. <laughs> so this one that I couldn't seem to get worded right. I'm probably going to wish I don't bring up, but here we go. In one of the 
chapters uh, where they're on the sailboat. Yes. And he's got Bones with him, the parrot. Yes, Bones the parrot. And One of the main is characters. Is it true that parrots, sorry, that pirates had parrots because they were good watchdogs? Great eyesight, especially at night. A little bit of infrared vision. Great sense of smell. Great hearing. Mm -hmm. They seem to sense things a few seconds before they happen. Because the description pretty much sounds more like a cat to me. Don't you? Don't ever. I would, there would never be a cat in any book that I was associated with. Touche. I know. Listen, but that's one of the reasons. It was, it was funny because I actually looked up parrots and... Um, you know, parrot is like kind of an all-encompassing word for a lot of different birds, but pirates actually used to have them because they were they were really good watchdogs. They're like geese. You know, geese hear something from a, a long way away, and they just start squawking, and, you know, they're like watchdogs. But they do have, pirates do have infrared vision. So do seagulls, as it turns out. And so they can see things in the dark, and they, they would know if they saw another ship out there in the dark that it's time to start squawking, you know. Plus, they have that. They're they're kind of intelligent in the way where they talk to you and stuff like that. So, mm -hmm. and and also pirates had them because they believed they were good luck too. So that's why you always see you know the pirate always has the pirate on uh, always has the parrot on his shoulder. You know, so yeah. I love learning that little go nugget. Go ahead, Raven. You were going to say something. Yeah, I I read something recently, and I just learned this. Maybe that makes me real dumb because I also just learned something else about windmills that def okay. definitely makes me dumb. But I just learned that pirates wear the eye patch so that when they go down to the skitties or whatever, they can pick it up and they can see in the dark because that eye is adjusted to being, oh, to being the dark. dark all the time. I can see that. Interesting. I didn't know that. And I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. That's an but interesting I also just concept. Huh? Windmills actually produce things. I thought that it was just to check and see how windy it was outside. <laughs> well, just I'm learn this. I'm sure they do that, too. I, I'm not, yes. even, not even kidding one bit. Yeah, yeah, three they, weeks ago. Crushed grain and stuff like yeah, that. They're, they're like grist mills. Yeah. I figured it was just a way to check how windy just, it was. They, I was like, they hey, spin. you look outside, and if the windmill is going, you know it's windy. Hey, listen, those Dutch, they can't go out and lick their finger like everyone else can. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, look. <laughs> Okay, that I is got a parrot story though. What we go ahead, let's hear it. Yes, please. Oh, you got to hear a parrot story. Want a parrot story? Go ahead. I heard on the news on the BBC. Yes. So we know it's legit. Yes. That there was this. They had to quarantine this parrot who was a foul-mouthed parrot. Excellent. And yes. they. You said a foul-mouthed parrot. A foul-mouthed parrot. A parrot that was always swearing. And yeah. they, they had to get him out of this particular uh, aviary that he was. Uh, yeah, and it was like, you know, a, a, like a zoo kind of thing. Sure. For, for birds and other animals. Bad influence. And they moved him into another place that had other parrots, and he was teaching those parrots. How to swear. How to I love that. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Come on, that's no funny. Lie. <laughs> this is no lie. You might be able to Google the story. That makes sense. Oh, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. that parrot. Yeah, that's funny. that's funny. I would have fed him some decon. No. <laughs> oh. 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 Club. Okay. We have one more question, uh, Susan? We do. Okay. And this I just came up with. Uh, I thought of it earlier, and I sincerely mean it. I don't know if anyone else feels this way. Um, so you know I always have to add, having gone to film school. Yes. Um, <laughs> would you consider, I think this would make a great movie. 
Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can, you can, <clears throat> it's written very episodic, if you know what I mean. Every chapter is like a different yeah. little story. So that's, that's a lot of how movies are too, or, or a series like on Netflix or something, you know. My agent, yeah. super agent, Jim Franklin, is going to be on in the next segment with us. So we'll ask him. And we'll have it on tape then, right? You no, know, in response to that, think about who you would want to play those roles. Those, yes, right. Yep. I was thinking the same thing. We yeah, don't want about. the truth, and we don't want Tarantino directing. No, no, F that. No, no. Oh, I just found out something bad about Tarantino. Yeah, and you right. know I liked him for a long time, and yeah. now I'm like, mm-mm. T- and they're letting him direct a Star Trek? Come on. What's the matter yeah, with people? Come on. You know that he's going to F that up. So upset. Yes, anyway, let's, when we come back from the uh, break, we'll talk about him. But I agree with you. And, and when someone said, if someone asked, you know, what actor do you have in mind? I think this actor is a little bit old, but, you know, the, the cop who is in it, Vogel, he's kind of, uh, um, he, Jay Br- uh, Bruce, uh, what's his name? The cop? I forget his name. Anyway, the Steve cop. Bruce. Yeah, you're right. Who was, yeah, Steve Bruce, who was being interviewed in it throughout the book. Dennis Leary. You know Dennis Leary, the comedian? Oh, yeah. yeah, that. No, oh, yeah. you don't think that's so. Just, that's that was a Southie thing. This is never. There's no. Yeah, you know, it's a different between never and Southie Larry. thing. Okay, I right. swear, Ray oh, Liotta. Ray Liotta. If Ray Liotta was still alive, yeah. and he was a little younger, yeah, he would be kind of that weather beaten, that weather beaten kind of. You know, oh, you've seen I it agree. all. That is but he true. had the attitude. Oh, Ray Liotta, R.I.P. He yeah. had the attitude. He could have pulled it off. Yeah, yeah, perfectly. yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, someone like that, someone kind of cityish, world. Weary, that kind of stuff. Would have been, I think is good for the cop. Who would play Al Ronaldo? Whoops. DiCaprio. I got to cut that out. Who would play Al oh, Ferrari? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. I got no idea. Wait a minute. <laughs> anyway, Leo? Leo? No, no, no. Kids. Don't go, don't oh, go no, near those no. guys. Don't go near no. him, and, him and what's his name. They're terrible. Uh, so listen, why don't we do this? Why don't we take a break now and really calm down? You're listening to uh, Mac Maloney's Military X-Files show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is our party tonight. Let's give ourselves a hand, please. And we Susan, thank you for the 10 questions. Well done, Susan. How to dump a body at sea and not get caught. The Al Ferrari story. You can just go on Amazon right now and order it. And um, why don't we take a break now uh, while we have a chance. And... Um, Come back and join us, please. You're listening to Mac Modi's Military Exile Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. The entire gang is here. Please stay tuned. Can I tell my probe, my probe joke anyway? Please. Okay. You, it's your show. Why are you asking? Everyone is. Well, you because it might be offensive. <laughs> offensive. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Do it. So a guy goes into it for, for his annual physical. You know this one? No, go ahead. I'm and and you know, the, and then he's having his physical, and the doctor says, "Okay, it's time for the you know for the process for the procedure with the finger and the prostate chip. The, right? And he he puts on the glove and stuff, and tells the guy to take his position, and then he begins the exam, and the and the, and the doctor says to the guy, says, "You know, don't don't worry, don't be embarrassed. It's it's very natural for somebody to get an erection during one of these exams." Now the patient says, "I don't have an erection," and the doctor says, "Yeah, but I do." And I just kept going on and on about myself. I'm taking a leak in the driveway. Just, I know you like to talk to total stranger. The story has got nothing to do with the Bruins game. It's what happened with Grandma. I was wondering if those were sadomasochism straps or something. <laughs> 
but I digress uh, from what I don't know. Get into the beautiful mind of Juan Juan only on the Mac Maloney Military X Files show. Welcome back, everyone, to Mac Maloney's Military X Files show here in the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney. Well, what a show we have for you tonight? Online book party tonight. Um, we're uh, celebrating, I guess you could say, the. Um, release of How to Dump a Body at Sea and Not Get Caught, the Al Ferrari story, on sale now on Amazon. Um, I uh, was able to write it with our good friend Mark Sapula, crime novelist from Boston, and it uh, took us about a year, a little over a year, longer than we thought, but it's finally out, How to Dump a Body at Sea and Not Get Caught. Just go on Amazon, see what everyone's talking about. Let me introduce you to the... Uh, Co-potties, the fellow potties, girls, he's with us for the first time in a couple of months across the puddle, the very famous Juan Juan, Juani. Hello, Mac. Hello, everybody. I'm back, and uh, I'm feeling good about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, glad real, to be here. Glad to be anywhere, as a matter of fact. Keith Richards, real quick, what happened to Winston the uh, Hedgehog? You just abandoned him from castle well, to castle? I'm hoping he's in good hands. I found out that uh, somebody, a, a single mom just recently moved into the cottage that we vacated. Yes. But it took about three weeks for uh, the landlord to get somebody in there. Go ahead. I left the hedgehog equipment, including the uh, hibernation house, in place because I knew he was already hibernating, and I figured he'd be hibernating in there because it, it looked like it. I didn't want to open it up and see. But Sure. <laughs> yes, that'd be... And I, I left notes. I left notes about... For the hedgehog? And I labeled the, the box and the feeding station. I said, look, if whoever moves in wants to uh, experience the hedgehog phenomenon, there's at least three hedgehogs in the garden. Mm-hmm. I've got I've got food, two bags of food. I've got all the equipment ready to go, just, you know... Yeah, yeah. Um, open it up in the feeding station and clean it, empty it, and put put food in there just in case. Right, they didn't hibernate, but they should be hibernated by now. Let me do the so first. I left all these instructions for the hedgehogs. Can I? Can the I? The landlord, the guy who owns the place, was cool with it. Okay. Can I just uh, tell the, the kids? The hedgehogs read. Yeah, I was gonna say, they were all dead. Come on, let's just face it. Right, <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> it's just three little corpses. No, no, look at anyway. All right, look. The troopers. I'm sure they are. Uh, we, also, our security chief is here, Willie Club. Willie, how you doing? Mac, it's great to be here tonight, particularly book night. Book night, you yes. Yep. And, uh, and to listen to a lot of the comments here. But, yeah, what a great night. Any junk food? Let me food? just say on Hedgehog, I wanted to ask Go ahead. one, is that, how is Hedgehog meat? Is it edible? Mm. <laughs> I think oh, it's really? poison, isn't it? I don't know. Tastes like chicken. Past, Tastes like chicken. Past yeah. the spines. Well, yeah, yeah I'm there sure you go. Cut those off. It's like know, it's like hors d'oeuvres. In a shredder or something. Can you put it in a shredder? Maybe? <laughs> <laughs> Make sausage out of it. Anyway. Yeah. Look yeah. At, now I'm getting hungry. Hedgehogs are such a big deal in the UK about about saving them and preserving them and uh, making their their life better. Really? It's yeah. Just crazy. The hedgehogs. How much better can it get? Listen, no switch tonight. It, kind of a mystery. MIA. Hopefully not P O W. But you know we're going to have to find out exactly what's going on with Switch. It will be interesting. But with us is our favorite good witch up there in Sideways in the Eye. Raven is with us, Raven. Hi, my friends. Thank you so much for having me. Okay. Get, hey, your, get your hat hey. on, et cetera. Hey, okay. Raven. See you. Um, you know, Raven, it's pretty cold here in New Hampshire, but you look like you're in Nome, Alaska. It's hmm. freaking freezing here. I got my hoodie. I got my house coat on. <laughs> that voice and nice and warm. The voice you hear is Asian no next in New, New Hampshire. Agent X joining us. X, how are you? 
I'm never better, and thanks for having me. And I'm glad to see all my friends. I thought he's hey, just ex. never better, never worse. Also in the studio with us, the show will be over before I introduce everyone. UFO mechanic Alvin Aldo. <laughs> Al, how you doing? I'm doing great, Mac. Looking, uh, looking, good to see everyone. Looking for Poo on his internet, <laughs> laptop. Yeah, what's going on? Over there? I'm on Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. Uh, also with us is uh, super fan Susan K. Thanks, Susan, for joining us. Hi, everybody. How are you? So Ex Massachusetts. Nice to see you, Axe. Yeah, oh, wow, Axe. Nice huh? to see you, Susan, too, my new friend. Also, I'm saving the dog. best for last, believe me. Uh, also you? joining this pie is uh, Super Agent Jim Frankel, who we also have to clap for because he also <laughs> tends to pout. Sustained. <laughs> Jim, how you doing, Jim? Uh, doing well here. We're past the... Uh, I think winter is over here now. Really? Yeah, uh, you're down in North we had Carolina. Winter for like two weeks, yeah, and now it's supposed to be 71 by Thursday. Oh, come on! All right. so, Should I get rid of them now? Or uh... this is North Carolina? What, what can I say? Huh? Yeah. Okay. D didn't I just see the uh, pictures of alligators in frozen ponds with their noses yes, sticking? Yes, I, I saw that picture. Really? Yeah. That's pretty amazing. Where's that North Carolina? In the Carolinas. Yeah. yeah huh. Well, there's only about 36 million of them down there, as it turns out. That's the furthest reach of their... Yeah, up there? Yeah, because they, they can't yeah, take any colder. No. They'll be up here soon. I've never seen one in our front yard yet. You know, I, I'm waiting. <laughs> also, also, joining us, very rare occasion, because she's very busy, is the uh, very lovely Lois Lane. Please, let's clap. Hey. Lois. Good to see you. Here. Lois, how are you? how are you tonight, Lois? I'm doing great, thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay, I hope this is going to be an exciting night talking all about the book. Okay, all right, I was exciting and as well. Lo Lois, I have to tell you, I agree with Mac. Mm -hmm. You look exceptionally lovely tonight. Wow! Sure day of work and yoga. I'm surprised <laughs> to hear that, but thank you. Know, <laughs> uh, so anyway, so um, we're talking tonight about uh, this book that. Uh, our pal Mac Zapuder and I wrote called How to Dump a Body at Sea and Not Get Caught, the Al Ferrari story. And and what it is, it's a it's a collection of interviews um, having to do with this guy who grew up in the late uh, 80s in Boston, was kind of a, 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 a international, no, yeah, international, kind of a uh, urban environment, tough time, tough economic times. And he was a juvenile delinquent who kind of took those skills and uh, went to great heights with them. Um, so anyway, the book just came out. Very few people have read the book, but now we have uh, two or three people here who have done, and I'm just going to go, who have read it, and I'm just going to go to Lois real quick because actually, Lois, you didn't read it, but you had it read to you, correct? <laughs> that's how, yes, that's the process. Wow, that was a long one. I usually get that was a long yes. to me. Okay. Yes. Okay. Is that an audio? You have the yeah. audio book? Audible. <laughs> no, I, I'd say it's part of the editing process. I will okay. read the book to her. God yes. bless you, Lois. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> now, I got to say, she's only fallen asleep once in this process, right? In many years, right? <laughs> only once. That did kind of happen. Okay. Anyway. So, so Lois, do you have a... But not during, not during how to jump a body at sea and not get caught. She was wide awake. Ferrari story. Mm -hmm. okay. I was alert and alert. interested throughout 
you can picture every little action. Wow, huh? Okay. It was action packed. Yeah. Your life of crime, yeah. Lois. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. She's just like, and um, likes hearing mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. So, so, uh, but yeah. you called in tonight with a special reminder. A couple reminders here. Well, yes, Lois. Um, there are some. That, first of all, don't forget that it's available on Amazon now as we speak. Yes, yes. But um, we have these coasters with um, that have the cover of the book on them. And a QR code on the back that'll take everybody right to the Amazon site. Really? To purchase the book. Bar right? coasters. That's awesome. <clears throat> yes. Devious ploy. Bar coasters that have the cover of the book on one side, and then an arrow indicates that you should turn it over, and there's a QR code on the back of it. Where And I just found out just in the past week what the hell QR codes are. They're amazing. Who, 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 who Did invented you find that these out things? When you were in your Uber? Yeah, you're my Uber. I took my Uber too. Lurching into the 21st century. I mean, really crazy. So now oh, Lois is, that. she's shown the. She's got a so smartphone good. this year, you know. So Looks like a little CD. Uh, turn it over there, please, Lois. Oh, we got one right here too as well. Okay, we know. We see it now. And it just, yeah, and it just goes right to the Amazon pages. Amazing. Whoever invented QR codes, wow, what a genius. I mean, it's, it it's is pretty cool. Yeah. You don't have to go anywhere anymore. You, I mean, literally, you don't have to go anymore. You just you take a picture. Take a picture. Yeah, yeah, really cool. So, anyway, so what we're, try- we're going to do is we're distributing these barcodes. There's not that many of them, but there's, a, there's a, you know, several hundred all over the country. They're going to be down Vero Beach, they're going to be in LA. Seattle, Marshfield, Massachusetts, and um, also Chicago. If I didn't Boston. say that, and we're going to say in, in, you know, in, in Greater Boston. Let's say, hopefully, up in New Hampshire, someplace. If we can get something to X up way up there in the mountains, but um, it'll be it'll be interesting to see, you know, how this works. It's an odd promotion, let's say, you know, an unusual promotion, but they're kind of like almost like little keepsakes. So uh, keep an eye out for them. Um, Barcoasters for um, how to dump a body at sea and not get caught. Uh, Lois, item number two. I forgot my item number two. Where were you at rehearsal? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So listen, why don't we take a quick break here and we'll be right back. You're listening to Mac Maloney's Military Excellence Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is the online book party. Let's give ourselves a sustained round of applause, which we will... Sweeten up and post. So please stay tuned. We'll be right back after this. Hey, Mac Maloney fans. This is Pistol Pete, and I'm sitting here with the one and only Mac Maloney. Hi, Mac. Hi, Pete. Now, Mac, you've got a new book out called How to Dump a Body at Sea and Not Get Caught that you wrote with our pal, famous crime novelist, Mark Zapula. How did this whole thing come about? Well, Mark and I have this uh, mutual friend that we would go out uh, having beers with every once in a while, and he had the same 20 stories that he would tell us kind of over and over again. And at some point I said, you know, we should write these down. And we did, and it turned into a book. It's such a crazy title. How'd you come up with it? Well, kind of the same thing. We're in the bar talking to this uh, friend of ours one night, and he just said, you don't know how to get rid of a body at sea and not get caught. And, of course, we didn't know. And so uh, he told us. And uh, the secret is in the book, but I can say that it involves a lot of chain-link fence and some crabs. 
Now, Mac, you gave me an advanced copy of the book. And like I said before, it's one of the funniest things I've ever read. It reminded me of The Sopranos if The Sopranos had a laugh track. Thanks, Pete. But it also gives you instructions on how to do some pretty shady stuff, stuff not exactly legal. Well, yeah, the book is about the true life adventures of a juvenile delinquent growing up in Boston in the late 1980s. So you get a lot of the inside stuff like the best way to steal a car, best way to burn a car, how to make fake IDs, things like that. But in one chapter, you actually tell people how to turn an old broken down Toyota into a brand new Rolls Royce in five easy steps, and it actually works. Uh, Yeah, I know it sounds crazy. I didn't believe it until I saw the proof, but yes, it actually works. Now, one last question. There's a lot of laughs in the book, but also a lot of pretty crazy stuff, legal and illegal. Is it really all true? It's really all true, but um, on the advice of a publisher, they've asked us not to say anything beyond that for legal reasons. But yes, it is all true. Well, thanks, Mac. That's How to Dump a Body at Sea and Not Get Caught, the Al Ferrari story by Mac and crime writer Mark Zapula. Get it today on Amazon. Black Eyed Kid is waving to me frantically. Okay, it turns out he wrote to me. He's got a little bit of a, he's shy. He's a shy kid, Mark. You know that, right? Yeah, I know, yeah. Hey, In my observations, yeah. A little bit of a crush on Raven. So, um, yeah, he just asked if he could just have the mic eh, just for 30 seconds or so just to uh, deliver some pickup lines to her. Raven, you ready? You better drink about two or three more of those. Okay, go ahead. I'm ready. All right, hey, kid's <laughs> ready. Here we go. Hey, Raven, are you a magician? Because when I look at you, everyone else disappears. Come on, Wawa, where are you? I thought you'd say, ah, at least that. Okay, all right. That's, that, that's a good one. Want to give it a, a on a scale of one to ten? Give it a, I'm jealous. I didn't think of that one. Eight? Uh, that's, that's easily like a 200. Wow, kid. Okay, let's go. Yeah. Why don't we just go on and let's see how far this goes. Do you have more? Okay. okay, good. Uh, hey, Raven, did you just come out of the, the oven? Because you're hot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, why don't we just move on? Let's see how quick this goes. Put a fork in me. I'm done. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Juicing it up. I give it a four. A four? Okay. Oh, thanks. Out of ten? <laughs> four out of ten. Okay, good. Four out of four? Okay. Hey, Raven, do you like raisins? Yeah. Then how about a date? <laughs> oh. Boy, are these the old bar pickup lines or what? Oh, yeah. These are clever. Oh, yeah. That's... <laughs> For creativity, that is awesome. a 10. They always crack me up. I made these up. Go ahead. Uh, let's just go with it. Oh. Dick. Yeah, go. Okay. <laughs> Do you know CPR? Because you take my breath away. Oh. <laughs> She's vomiting. Mm. Okay. Isn't that a song from Top Gun? Yes. Yeah. Top Gun 2 sure coming is. out in theaters. Middle tooth uh, Tom Cruise there. This week. Uh, please, kid, let's get us out of this. Go. Okay. Hey, Raven, do you have an extra heart? Because mine has just been stolen. <laughs> I would, I see, you're wearing her down there, kid. That's good, too. Yeah, okay. Like Go ahead, please, kid. I can do it again. Okay. Hey, Raven, did you just come out of the oven? Because you look yummy. Oh, <laughs> Take it a turn. Okay, let's go move. Go ahead, next one, please, kid. Kids. Hey, Raven, you remind me of my sister, but in a romantic way. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best one. Oh, my God. Oh, so, wow. um, 
That's so flattering because I know you love your sister. So much. Oh, so much. <laughs> oh, yeah, please. Nice kid. Hey, Raven, <laughs> I bought the most expensive binoculars in the world. That's how much I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Finishing strong. Wow. Oh, Go. yeah. Go, please. Okay, ready? Yep. Hey, Raven. I secretly changed my name to your name. So when I tongue kiss the mirror, I'll feel like we're finally doing it. Oh, oh she left the bar on that one. Hello, are you still mm-hmm. there? You broke her. I'm screaming. She's it. That might be She's it. calling 911, I think. Yeah. All right, let's go one more. Let's see what happens. Can I do one more? Okay. Yep. Hey, Raven. Does this rag smell like chloroform to you? <laughs> Ten point off. Wow. If you don't answer, I know it's true. Mm. <laughs> next, next, please. Let's see what happens. Please. Um, can I read your t-shirt, Raven, in Braille? <laughs> Fantastic. I'm very sorry. She's gone, spit though. my beer out. She left. <sighs> Blind people matter. Wow. I gotta clear the fog right. for my uh, I shades. see, I see. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> hey, Raven, will you help me find my lost puppy? I think he went to that ch- cheap motel room across the street. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I said she'd love it. Let's see what happens. Okay, go on, kid. Let's Can go. I say another? Okay. Hey, Raven. Just say yes now, and I won't have to spike your drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Pick up lines from the kid. I love you more than my jar of fingers. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Don't point fingers at me. Okay. Is it, are we at the feet? end? <laughs> yeah, you point your finger, okay, you lose it. I got one more. Okay, one, one more, gang. Hey, Raven. The last time I saw a body like yours, I was burying it in my basement. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to Mac Maloney's Miltrank Style Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney. Wow, what a show we have for you tonight. Online book party. Celebrating the fact that uh, our book, How to Dump a Body at Sea and Not Get Caught, uh, is now on sale on Amazon. A lot of people here tonight. Girls, JJ is here. You betcha. Also, our uh, security chief, Willie Club, is here. I'm having a great time learning a lot tonight about uh, what happened back in the good old days. The good, you were there. <laughs> so, the they were I good. I was there before those days. <laughs> oh, you were there. The, the good old, old days. Also with us, it, uh, Al Ronaldo. UFO mechanic in the house with us in the studio. Hello, Mac. Hello, everyone. Did you just have a Bob the Ghost experience there in the other room? Yes. You know, Mac and I are alone in this radio station. Kind of deserted station. And we've had issues in the past where Bob the Ghost has shown up and closed our door and done all kinds of interesting things. Ring the bell. Um, Tonight, I walked in toward the, I guess it's the conference room kind of thing, which has the refrigerator with our beers in it and everything. Where the beer is. And um, I walked in a gentleman, yes. which I really wasn't anticipating because yes, we're really. the only two people in the building and Mac are sitting right here. 
so what what it came down to is one of the owners of the station has an, a door to come in the building that doesn't have the buzzer on it. Private entrance. So we're not oh, we're yeah. not forewarned that he's in the right, building. Yeah, yeah. So, so I walked out of the room and I almost bumped into the guy, and he's like, "Hi, how you doing?" And I froze for a second because I'm thinking, "Wow, if this is Bob the Ghost." But I've got a real big problem because he's looking awful solid and yeah, right yeah. in front of me. You know how weird that would be, Juan, and you've been here. You know you know what I mean? How weird it is in this building late at night. Do you don't know what's yeah. going on. So and all of a sudden there's a guy in the And there's a guy standing yeah. there. And so we chatted for a minute, and I said, uh, you're um, – Yeah. yeah you can't. belong here. And I, I said, you know, you gotta, you got to kind of give us fair warning. Yeah, when ring the, the bell. Building, you know, do something. Anyway, haunted. Uh, so also with us. What's going on in that other studio? Just uh, the robots the, doing the, yeah. the radio show's going on in the other oh, studio, and it's just still going on. Yeah. Oh, it's Nobody still carrying on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In there. Nothing's changed. Nope. Also yeah. with us, also with us is um, who is next? Raven. I favorite good witch up there in Sideways New York. Raven is with us. Raven. Hello, my friends. Thank you so much for having me. How much snow are you having the ground? Um, not really sure. It's just been kind of coming down all day, but I. Oh. I don't, I don't go outside oh, that's on good. Tuesdays, so I don't oh, know. Good. <laughs> Send some yeah. down here. Yeah, they, 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 he already told us it's going to be eighty degrees out there. We don't want to hear it. Uh, <laughs> also, also, uh, let me introduce Susan K. It's good to have introduced Susan K. Super fan down there in North Carolina, but ex Massachusetts resident, right? Susan K. Hi everybody, how are you? Thank you so much for having me. How long have you hey, been down there? Down south of North Carolina. So I'm up in the Madison Mayodan area, north of Greensboro. Okay. Mm. Well, we're in Chapel Hill. There you go. That voice you hear is Super Agent Jim Frankel joining us tonight for the online book party for How to Dump a Body at Sea and Not yeah, Get is Caught. The room, is the rumor true that you've actually dumped your co-author's body at sea? Uh, now, the co-author is out on a uh, PR tour tonight. And he's appearing with an, a mixed arts, what is it, MMA? Mixed martial arts. Mixed martial arts, uh, you know, fighter, some famous guy. He's going to get his ass kicked. But listen, I'll tell you this. You know, Mark, take him one for the team. That's good. I like that. Uh, no, the rumor is not true that he's actually under the water. Okay. Uh, All right. That's good to know. Not yet, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Also, <laughs> Agent X is with us. Agent up there in uh, New Hampshire. How you doing? <laughs> Agent X. <laughs> Thanks for having me, and I have to tell you, one of the best part of being on this show is hearing all you guys talk about the old days, which is way before my time. Oh, yeah, oh, really? Oh, oh, Seriously? Hey, listen. Oh, you better look in the mirror, buddy. <laughs> yeah, you ain't kidding. Way before your time. Yeah, you were old when they built the old school. Come on. Yeah. Also, trying to save the the best for last, but I think she's frozen and get his uh, with us. I used, I used to hang out at the Contiki. Oh, no. I wasn't a school there, my friend. Oh, oh yeah. But, but it's actually mentioned in the book. I hated uh, the place, but then, you know. Beach bum night, Tuesday nights, 50 cents a drink. But that was a long time ago. Uh, listen, the lovely Lois Lane, is she with us or is she frozen again? Lois. Looks like she's Hello. frozen. Am I frozen? Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. Can you hear me? We hear you. Hi, everyone. Oh, there you go. Okay, Lois. Me. It's good. I'm frozen. Yeah, but it's okay. It's a oh, nice you know, image video. of you. <laughs> it's a right. I'm saying hi. Okay. Thanks for having me. 
Okay, I'm glad you. I'm glad you were no, able to join why us. Why did I turn off my camera? Why don't you? That All sometimes right. helps. That would that would explain it. Okay, go ahead. Here. there we go. How about that? Double L. Okay. We can so hear you hear clearly. Me? Nice. We hear you. Sound good. Yeah. To see the letters. Yeah, sometimes that takes up the bandwidth. So tonight we we're uh, talking about how to dump a body at sea and not get caught. That. There you uh, go. I was oh, able. Wow. I was able to write with uh, Mike Zapula. Um, and uh, it took us about a year or so to write it. It's about uh, this friend of ours, mutual friend named Al Ferrari, who was kind of a juvenile delinquent growing up in the greater Boston area in the late 80s, and all the uh, mischief he got himself into. And as it kind of turned out, in the end, I don't want to say crime pays, but it, uh, it was kind of lucky you know, for Al. So um, the book is out, please, you know, at least look at it on Amazon.com, how to dump a body at sea and not get caught, the Al Ferrari story. So I have a few questions here for Super Agent Jim Frankel, okay? Jim is our literary agent. Jim is the guy, if you want to write a book, you somehow get a a hold of someone like him, and they're your agent uh, between you and the publishing company. They're the person who tries to get your book published. So if you want to write a book, you have to at first convince an agent, and then the agent brings it to a publisher. Is that correct, Jim? That is correct, but there's nobody like me. There's really. no one like you. That's right. <laughs> right. <clears throat> and you're perfecting that. I like the Albert Einstein look that you've got there. Now, you used to look like Jimmy <laughs> yeah. Buffett for a while, but I suppose after he died, you didn't well, want to. Right. So now. You know, I, every once in a while, I get my hair cut, but it's, there, mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's overdue. I just want to say to you, uh, does E equal MC squared, or is that just a rumor? Well, you know. We had there was a, a science fiction convention called Confusion, and they have a different <laughs> name every year. And one year, the name of the convention was E over C squared. And what does that equal? E oh, beats over me. C squared. I'm a product of the Boston school system. I have no yes, idea. And the wrong guy, Jim. What does M stand for? I went to high school Matter. in New York. Matter. Who knows? <laughs> Yes. What does M stand for? Matter. Matter. Uh, mass. 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 Oh, wow. Same thing. Go ahead. Okay. All right. Is is there a punchline there or that, is that it? Yes. It's mass confusion. Oh, mass confusion. Okay. All right. We live That's in Massachusetts. Like publishing industry. We hear that a lot. Confusion. So listen, uh, a few questions here for Jim. Okay. Sure. Um, so the, the question that we've got a lot is, is Al Ferrari a real person? And he is. What do you think of the decision of the publisher to have us just basically say that and say nothing more about it? Well, I mean, if they say if they say it's a real person, that's all you need. I mean, obviously, he's done things that um, that he doesn't want to be prosecuted for. So I understand that. Okay, all right, you're all right with that. Yeah, I'm all right with that. Okay. I mean, I mean, I thought you were. I thought this was your idea in the first place. Well, it was, yes. But I'm saying, what do you think the reading public thinks of something like that? Well, as long as you, you know, have. I mean, obviously, you're not going to have a photograph of of Al Ferrari. Okay. Um, you could have a photograph of a Ferrari automobile there you and go. say, you know, this is what happened to him after the book was done. Yeah. Um, but um, <laughs> or it's his, his ride of choice. Yes. I mean, it's a special kind of situation. Not every book is like this, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, second question. Um, how much, how expensive would a movie be to, of this? Let me, uh, let me ask it. How expensive would it be to put this book 
on film? Well, it depends on, A, whether you do location shooting, because part of the book takes place in the Caribbean, right? Mm-hmm. And part of it takes place on a boat, part of it takes place on an island, and mm-hmm. you have stuff in a, in a prison. And so, you know, if you want to do a lot of location shooting, it's going to cost more. Um, it could cost, and depending on who you get to be actors, mm-hmm. um, you know, the casting, um, it could go to any anything from, from say, $10 million to, mm. you know, $50 million or a little more. Wow. Huh? Depends. Okay. You're not you're not going to need a lot of green screen, which which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Uh, let me ask the third question: Is um, let's see, would you agree to play brutal mafia gang lord <laughs> Simon Denunzio? Oh, absolutely. Really? Yes. Okay. Well, he has that look. I New York minute. Well done. That's excellent. That's worth the uh, applause uh, sound effect. Sure. Wow, huh, Jim. Okay, that's cool. All right. I, that's good. All right. As long as the money's there. there hey. That's not bad. Page two. Uh, so, um, yeah. So, listen. So, uh, once again, <laughs> we're talking about how to dump a body. You had no say, idea, did you? And not get caught. Well, that's good. I love it. I love it. Hey, you know? I am from Queens. That's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I He's, was in a gang when I was six years old. Really? Yeah. I really was. The diaper really gang? Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Interesting. I was the guy who went and got them sandwiches. <laughs> I was six years old. Really? Yeah. Six. Okay. I'm not, I'm not making this up. Really? South Ozone Park. <laughs> yeah. Not an easy neighborhood. You yeah, yeah. stole it from a deli. No. <laughs> I, I bought it from a deli, and in return, I got a cut. Of the sandwich. There you go. You get a vig. Yes. Get a vigorish. Right. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Who knew Jim had this hidden talent? So do you have – have you always wanted to play a gangster? You weren't asked until now? I'm in publishing. What do you think? Oh, the, wow. Okay. <laughs> He's still a character. I like, I like so it so much. This is great. <laughs> well, doing material. That's it's good. It's got to be a place for you in this movie. Absolutely. That's right. Hey, listen. I was just telling my wife about the time I met Jake LaMotta. Mm-hmm. Because the company I was working for was reprinting his book, Raging Bull, before the movie. Go ahead. And I'll tell you, Jake LaMotta was a load. Oh. He was. Oh. Even at the age of like 50, you could tell this guy was nobody's sweetheart. Yeah, yeah. That came out clearly in the movie. Interesting. Okay, so you oh, met him. God. Yeah, yeah. And then there was the time when we did the Luciano story. Lucky Luciano. Go ahead. Sure. And one day we get a phone call to the office, and it's some guy. He says, uh, <laughs> I want to talk to the publisher. Now, I hear you guys are publishing Lucky Luciano's story. We're not so happy about that. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And I thought to myself, well, uh, that's very interesting, sir. I, I, I was just answering the phone, but I, I don't work here. Yeah, I'm an intern. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't know what you're talking about. That's right. It, but that's tr- absolutely true. Oh, huh, really? My yeah. boss, and she said, well, as long as they don't come up here. Yes, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, hmm, interesting. All right, so uh, don't go up there on a Friday afternoon because no one would be there, right, at the publishing world. Isn't that true? Everyone takes Friday afternoon. And, and in the summer, forget about it. You know, I mean, you know, they say that all the editors go on 
all the editors go on vacation in July, and then all their analysts go on vacation in August, right? And nothing gets done for those two. I don't know. No? Okay. That's why the books don't come out until this time of year. Yeah, right. Yeah, 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 exactly. Why don't we do this? I think we have to take a break and get our technical act together here. How's that? All right. So why don't we do that? So why don't we take a quick break now, and we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mac Money's Miltrax Snow Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. We'll be right back after this. My dad, he's a double amputee, and uh, he's one of my favorite people in the world. To me, a hero is someone who fights for our country and freedom. My dad is a hero. Only for our troops built this house, and my dad can get through the wide doorways. He can reach anything. Homes for Our Troops builds and donates specially adapted custom homes nationwide for severely injured post-9-11 veterans and enables them to rebuild their lives. Join our mission at hfotusa.org. Okay, welcome back to Encounters. This is a special abduction. Oh, okay, there's your blooper reel for the day, all right? Okay, all right, five. God, he's collecting it all for special. <laughs> yes, he's going to make a lot of money on that CD. Holy I'm going to call you right now, Mac is delivering some of the best stuff I've ever heard. Oh, no. oh that's great to hear. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah. play it, Now Ray. that I Just... think of it, looking at my special Yeti blue microphone, it does have a strange resemblance. I told you. <laughs> Uh, I told you. Hmm. What could it be? <laughs> <laughs> it looks like I, it looks like I two T two. Right, speak into the microphone, please. <laughs> okay. Of the Rendlesham Forest. Oh shit, man! I can never say that. Rendlesham Forest. Re- is it Rendlesham, Peter? Rendlesham. Yeah, Rendlesham. Okay. okay. And from my friend Peter Robbins, left at East Gate. A first-hand account of the Rendlesham Forest UFO incident. It's cover-up and investigation that he co-wrote with Larry Warren. Talk, Mac, for f***'s sake. <laughs> this was Chase. Chase was going to jump in. Oh, I thought you were going to round. I thought you were going to finish off and throw it to me. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. No, I'll throw it to you. I thought no, that I, you were I just going to. That right there is going in the blooper reel. <laughs> this is what it's all about, folks. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> I can't now. Okay. But in a moment, right, here we go. Let's go. Five, four, three. Well, you know, while we're talking about that, I think um, our next... Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, while we're talking about the subject, I think the next uh, subject... One more time. You mother... Hold on, hold on. (laughs) He thinks tape grows on trees. Oh, I mean digital technology. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, here we go. All right. (laughs) All right. Five, four... Okay, you're back. Uh, oh, shit. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> no, that's bad. Okay, here we go. Go wait. Come on. Okay. Okay, welcome back to Encounters. We're here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the saucer men are controlling your brain. Here we go. Okay, Mac. Five, All right. four, three. Go. Okay, welcome back. <laughs> All right, this is it. This is it. Okay, here we go. Welcome back to Encounters. We're counting down our favorite uh, topics of the year in this uh, year-end show. And we're going to talk now about a subject that we dealt with last month. And what we did is we had a radio... Oh, f*** you, man. (laughs) 
What the heck have you went to Mac Maloney's Military Star Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network? This is Mac Maloney. Well, what a show we have for you tonight. This is our online book party. Let's clap for ourselves one more time. For the new book out called How to Dump a Body at Sea and Not Get Caught by Moi and also fam- uh, famous crime reporter, crime novelist Mark Zapula. Uh, on Amazon right now. We're talking about it uh, tonight. Let me just quickly introduce the members of the posse. Girls, Juan Juan is here. Hello, Mac. Hello, girls. Girls. I'm back, and I'm uh, raring to go. Club is here, girls. Girls, we never really... Club? Great to be here, Mac. Great book, I must say. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, Raven is here. Our favorite good witch up there in Sideways Drive, Raven. Hi, my friends. Thank you so much for having me. Also in the studio with us is uh, UFO mechanic Al Ronaldo. Hey, Mac. Hello, everyone. So I guess like every Italian family has at least like two Al's in it, right? (laughs) There's Al's everywhere. Okay, there you go. In my family, there's a lot of Marie's, too. Is that right? Yeah, Al and Marie. Yeah. Hmm. Sounds like a musical. Anyway, uh, also with us is uh, superfan Susan Kay. Susan, how are you? Hi, everybody. Doing well. Thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. You're going to go up and see Switch at some point if we could find him? Absolutely. Yeah, okay. Seems to be so busy. And, yeah. uh, but yes, I can't wait to go up there and see okay. the Mothman Museum. Mm-hmm. Make sure you get your shots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Huh. Okay. Wow. Uh, also uh, with us is uh, Agent X. Agent X, the person who works at the agency that works for the agencies. X, how you doing? Thank, thank you for having me. And you and I know where we grew up. You can really dump a body. All right. Discovered. Thank you. Okay. All right. <laughs> and now, as a special treat, uh, we actually have the real Al Ferrari calling in. Now, we talked about earlier that uh, our publisher just doesn't want us to publicize the real Al Ferrari because of the um, the kind of content. Uh, of the of the book, you know, and for to protect those still alive and so on and so forth. But he's agreed to call us tonight, so here he is, the one and only Al Ferrari. Wait, the one and only Al Ferrari. Al, how are you doing, Al? Shit, yeah. Who wrote this bit? Crickets. Yeah, cr- Lonely Larry. Well, that was me, huh? Now, hang on. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow, wow, wow. (laughs) Yeah, let's start again. So here he is, the real Al Ferrari. Al, thanks for calling in. Al. Yes, this is the real Al Ferrari. Hey, Mac, where the hell is my friggin' ten and a quarter? (laughs) All right, I (laughs) (laughs) Took all afternoon to write that. Um, So, um, Al, what do you think about having a book written about you? See, he can't vamp. That's the problem. He can't improvise. You know? I mean, that was it. I think I, he's worried about the statute of limitations. I give him the line, yeah, you know, what, on funny? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Al, is that, uh, that's it? You're not talking anymore? You've taken a vow of silence? If, if, if I, by Al, you mean me. You gave me one line. Okay. Wow. How would, how would Carson get out of this? <laughs> he'd, he'd send it to Ed McMahon. I, 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 I,
like a commoner on Amazon. So. Wow. Okay. All right. Uh, this yeah. it, this isn't Al Ferrari. It's Al Ferraro. What is the name of that coming card? <laughs> <laughs> wow. What would you think of the book? Al. Well, he doesn't like it. So he had to buy it. So, you know, strike one. I, I read the jacket. It's masterfully written. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. You're listening to Mac Maloney's Miltrax Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is our online book party for um, the book just released, How to Dump a Body at Sea and Not Get Caught, the Al Ferrari story. We'll be right back after this. Hey, did you see um, Martha Stewart? Oh man, I'll tell you. Oh man, should we talk? We should talk about it on the show. But I mean, what? We talked about on WEEI this morning. It was it was my lead. I texted it in at uh, six a.m. sharp, and they they did that as as a lead. Is Martha Stewart at the age of what? Eighty two. Eighty one. Eighty one. Eighty-one. I, I I just want to know this. This is the shit that drives me insane. You have a meeting. You know what I mean. You have a meeting at some at Sports Illustrated, and they go, "Okay, yeah. what's going to be on the cover this year?" Well, you know, it's always been, you know, uh, Paulina Poskovova or uh, you know, all, all these unbelievably gorgeous, unbelievably out of space chicks. Yeah. And then someone says, let's put 81-year-old Martha Stewart on the cover. <laughs> but there's four covers. Yeah. That will be hot. What? Oh, there's four mm-hmm. covers. There's four covers. So there's a couple of big girls. Oh, that's there's even, a, there's even a, better. Know, yeah. So, yeah, they're, they're not. You know, yeah, so they got her, and they've got some girls that are a little beefy. Big <laughs> Sorry. Big black, right? Big black. <laughs> But you know, yeah. one more. Yeah. He, he whispered. And Gronk's girlfriend is, she's not on the cover, but she's in it. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, and she's put on a few herself. I mean, she still looks, she's still stunning, but still, you know, she's got a little meat hooking her on her. Okay. Some guys like that, though. Well, I don't, I don't mind it either. But you know, uh, if you're going to be on the cover of Sports Illustrated, I can't see all the. 14-year-old kids sneaking into school and getting it taken away by the teachers anymore. Yeah, they should be no. disciplined They're for having Martha Stewart them. <laughs> That's, uh, I mean, it, senior so abuse. four covers. Yeah, there's four different covers. Like, collect all four. Is that how they how you do it? Well, that's, that's how they there's include everybody. Cover and it came out in February. Hmm. Hmm. It's inclusionary. Yeah. So Martha Stewart should have had Snoop Dogg with her on the beach. You know, Snoop, exactly. Snoop has been hitting that. I'm telling you, he has been hitting that. Well, he's that high. He, you know, <laughs> I guess, <laughs> guess he's really good. high. But <laughs> maybe with the level of drugs he buys, she looks real good. I don't yeah, know. But you know, <laughs> I mm-hmm. hey, okay, all right. Did you see any pictures of her, Mac? Have you seen what she looks I like? I saw the cover. Yeah. I did. Yeah, I did. They, like, they showed it on Weei on Twitch. It's what? It's it's it's, it's, it's a, a GG Gelf, is what I see. Of course, she is a next con, so she might be. Yeah. You know, well. You know, it doesn't look modified or airbrushed or you know, anything. They said there's, you know, they said there's Photoshop really in there. Oh, come on. I know. Well, she's a gil- on, what's really? she a gilf? She's a gilf now? She's a Gigi gilf. Great-grandmother. <laughs> Great-grandmother. <laughs> she's squid. But she looks pretty good. Uh, well, here she was uh, nominated for Breast Actress at the Golden Globes. <laughs> but uh, boom. Hey, yo. Steve Ward for the for the three points right there. Drop the mic. I said the Navy, not the Coast Guard. The Navy. <laughs> now Popeye was in. Oh, he'd be happy to hear that. Maybe he's the alien. Popeye as an alien. Wow. Popeye the sailor man. Remember that. Yeah, right. 
Olive oil, also an alien. <laughs> yeah. Bluto. He's definitely an alien. From another planet. Bluto, the burger guy? Wimpy. We should do Wimpy. Wimpy. He's from Venus. Wimpy. Wimpy. Yeah, huh? <laughs> Almost writes itself. That was my nickname as a kid. Wimpy? Yeah, because I ate so many burgers. Really? <laughs> That's his story? Stick to it. Yeah. Really? Yeah, Wimpy. What would they call you if it was hot dogs? <laughs> well, where'd that voice come from? I don't know. Welcome back, everyone, to Mac Maloney's Mill Traction Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney. We're in the middle of our online book party, celebrating the fact that um, a book that I was able to write with uh, crime novelist Mike Zapula is out now on Amazon. It's called How to Dump a Body at Sea and Not Get Caught, the Al Ferrari story. And uh, we got a big gang here tonight real quick. Girls, Juan Juan is here. Hello, girls. Hello, Mac. Girls. Glad to be here. Glad to be back. Girls Club is here. <clears throat> Hi, Mac. Hi, everyone. Excellent party. Excellent. <laughs> Girls, X is here. We don't want to hear any more than that. X, you okay? You're on mute, X. Yeah. Turn on your microphone there, Grandpa. I apologize. Oh, there you go. Okay. Thank All right. you for having me, and I'm glad that one one still still looks like an American. Okay. Hey, did you get a, did you get a <laughs> haircut you. today? Because the shine off your head is really affecting the uh, Zoom call. Anyway, and see me in person. Oh, <laughs> is our favorite good witch up there in Sideways, New York, Raven? How are you? Hi, my friends. Thank you so much for having me. Right, a lot Hi, of uh, email Hi. coming in. Raven uh, uh, wasn't with us in December, and now all we get is emails. So glad Raven is back, et cetera, et cetera. It's very. It it makes my heart nice and warm knowing I was missed so much. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Huh? Okay. Take a roll, Lade. That'll take care of it. A lot of super fans for Raven out there. That's true. Speaking of super fans, uh, super fan Susan K is with us down there in North Carolina. Wow. Susan. Hey, everybody. Uh-huh. How's everyone doing today? It's nice to be here. Are you enjoying the party? I am. It's so much fun. Is so it everything funny. you thought it would be? And beer? And much, much more. Absolutely. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. And, and no cats tonight. How many cats do you have? 15, right? Uh, 13. Ooh, okay. Oh, you had to think about it. Do you know where the other two are? Or are they just missing? <laughs> Very impressive. Okay. Also, I know where they aren't. Also so with yeah, us. I know where they are. <laughs> um, Super Agent Jim Frankel. Super. Right, I'm How still you waiting for the illustrated instructions. For this book. Okay. You know, how to dump a body without getting caught. Oh, no. Listen. We, there's, a, there's a couple of things uh, that we can't talk about. Um, uh, but but it, that's another thing. And, and also with us is Lonely Larry. Lonely, how you doing? LL. There you go. Hey, everyone. Looking forward to uh, lunch on the, on Saturday. Okay. Right? So, 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 what do you have? Cocoa there? Is that cocoa? I have uh, black coffee. That's uh, what men drink. Oh, so. <laughs> No, men drink Jack Daniels. Old ladies drink coffee. At night. Oh, anyway, Ooh. if it's in England, it, it's tea. Uh, so, um, a few of the things uh, we can talk about um, in the few minutes we have left is someone pointed out after they read, they said, "You know, this is like an instructional manual," like Jim just said, because in it you can you you can, you learn how to let's say scam a large American giant realtor. Um, retailer, a large retailer. Um, how to pull one over? How to change a Rolls Royce? How to you know, how to change a 
Toyota Celica, an old Toyota Celica, into a brand new Rolls Royce in five easy steps. These things, you know, they explain how these things uh, happen, how they can be done. Um, All valuable tools to take with you. Yeah, you ain't kidding. Right. Um, so, anyway, bang for your buck with this book. Yes, right, right, exactly. Wait, and how, how, how to survive in prison is another thing. Okay, very yeah. important in case you Those wind up things. there. Right. How to play chess in prison. How to play chess in prison. Yep, a lot of different things like that, and also how not to cruise the Caribbean, as it turns out. But <laughs> of all the people, uh, you know, here tonight, and uh, co-writer Mike Zapuller is out, you know, uh, um, doing a press tour with a mixed. Martial arts, uh, what do you call them? Performer or fighter? Okay, fighter. yep, interesting. Okay, taking one for the team. Uh, so Al Ronaldo and I are the only ones who actually know the real Al Ferrari. So if you talk about him a little bit, well, what's your impressions of him? I mean, you've known him for a while. I've known him for a while, and I have to say that uh, I think he is pretty surprised that his life – stories are that interesting to people Mm -hmm. because to him it was just the way life was growing up yeah it was the way growing up he didn't think it was any different than anybody else and he really got uh (laughs) he was very very surprised that this was very that interesting to people Mm -hmm. so he's done the things he's done but he never incurred the um situation being different that Right. Not everybody grew, grew up like that, that this is uh, surprising to people. Well, I'll throw it to X a little bit. And, and also, well, club and, uh, and, and um, Juan Juan know it too, because we all grew up kind of in the Boston area, urban settings, let's say. And yep. it was just kind of like, especially where we were in, in Dorchester, X and I, it was just a typical day when you would see, you know, someone in a stolen car or the cops chasing someone and you're chasing someone, someone's chasing you. I mean, is that your memory of it, X? Is like every anytime we would go out and hang together, this one with young teens, there was always something. There was always some kind of drama, you know what I mean? Absolutely. <laughs> and more dramatic, as you know, I found two dead bodies on my way. That's true. Okay, not in the same day, but right. No, on separate occasions. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, okay. Um, All right, just you know. And when you say you let, found let them, me elaborate. It's on my church, on my way to church as an altar boy. There you go. <laughs> okay. Is that God sending you a sign? Yeah, he tripped over one of them, right? Was it down the marsh? Yes, in the marsh. Mm-hmm. Okay, it was just you know you where and they I were. Are the only ones. In the entire civilized world that remembers what the marsh is. Yeah, right. Yeah, the marsh. Um, it was, uh, I mean, you've heard of Whitey Bulger. Well, Whitey Bulger was from South Boston, but he dumped all his bodies in our neighborhood in Dorchester. And I'll tell you, that pissed the people in Dorchester off. That was like, you know, don't put your trash over here. But occasionally this is what happened. And we, it, you'd, you'd, you'd see it happen. You'd see a lot of cop activity and so on. But that's just the way it was because that's the way we grew up. That's just the way you thought it was. You know, it was strange. Until but as I told you before, one of, one of the stories, the two dead bodies, one of them, they were both organized crime. But one of them was, I was, you know, I was in the sixth grade. And the other one was a young guy about 
15 or 16 that got into the wrong crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty sad. When I was in high school, Boston Technical High, um, I was on the crew team. Okay, and we used to row a crew in the Charles River that everyone remembers Dirty Water by the Standells. So it was really bad back then. And um, we would row crew, and they found a dead body uh, floating in the Charles River. And the first thing they did was go for his wallet. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Nice. Hey, look at that, getting his ID. Uh, No, not really. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So so it's kind of like the environment you grow up in. Nothing's a surprise to you. You know what I mean? Nothing is because it's just the way it is. It's just the way it is. Well, right? there, were, there was a, you know, I grew up out in the boonies out on the New Hampshire border. And we, there was a gentleman who um, cut up his wife and threw her into the, uh, Meat grinder oh. at the uh, oh at the Canopy Lake Park at the no at the uh, Tigers oh was it um, Benson's Wild Animal there Farm there you go it okay. was a guy named George Edgerly and if you look him up he this guy was from Drakeit and he took care of his wife by feeding her to the lions because he happened to work at the park there you so go. you you don't think of these things and they're not always just city things these these things happen out in the boonies okay people I mean, know. you know. Uh, the, they were crazy everywhere. Benson's was out in southern, like in Hudson, New Hampshire. I remember that place. And yep. um, so you never know what's what's what. The tigers are really well fed. Yeah. And, you know, the I funny. Mean, are we sure that that wasn't her final wish? She wanted to go that I just, way? I don't want to, like, you know, dis- <laughs> disgrace the dead. Well, <laughs> it's it's another way of saying cat food, right? But the other really thing, yeah, it. well, that's true. And the other thing was she um, he ended up getting off by an up-and-coming lawyer called... Uh, what was his F. name? Bailey. Uh, F. Lee Bailey. F. Lee got Bailey got him off. Oh wow! And, and F. Lee Bailey got him off, and then he ended up apparently working for a Chevy dealership in Lowell. Cool. And they had an extraordinarily high rate of warranty work going on out of this Chevy dealer, mm-hmm. and GM sent sounds like Lunos. Well, no, this. Go ahead. They sent a, a warranty rep up from GM and yep. said, "We need to look over your files." So uh, Mr. Edgerly was the service manager. So he took the GM rep out for lunch. Yep. And the next time they found the GM rep warranty rep, he was floating in the Merrimack River. Wow. Okay. So the, the tigers were in hungry that whoops. day. Whoops. Okay. Yeah. So wow. Wow. Um, huh? So that's why you know, like, like I said, when I've talked to Al and I say what, you know, even. If that far out in the boonies, things were going on. Yes. Yes. Imagine what's going on in the city. In the city. And I honestly believe he was an altar boy at one point. Really? Yeah. Too. So okay. oh, that goes go. that here goes back go. to Let me put this in perspective. Okay. Al this... grew up in a leafy affluent suburb somewhere. <laughs> oh, wow. Of Everett. Yeah. <laughs> and okay. he is irate because we grew up in the inner city and said, uh-huh. Oh, it just wasn't you. We had people in bad shape, too. And you, you know, Alan, told you We that. found dead bodies, too. Okay. Hey, Lonely Larry, talk about leafy suburbs. This is, here's someone who grew up in the hand of luxury, wealthy, yes. upstate New York. Yeah, we're all wealthy here. Just ask Raven. <laughs> I'm like uh, basically a zillionaire, you know. Really? Yeah. What is he? Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I just put all my dollar bills on a toilet paper roll, and, and that's how I really? you know, clean that's that how you up spend? because yeah. I'm so rich. That's okay. That's all right. 
I can tell just by looking at you. Well, obviously, right? I'm doing look great. Hat, and look at how well she's taking care of her father. That looks like a nice recliner there. Lonely I, I bought that. Did you really? Okay. Like so anyway. Boy. So I that coffee cup too. <laughs> really? Okay. You, you kind of did. So what's your read on now? My read on now is somebody who, uh, just somebody you 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 run into every once in a while, who first of all has a lot of stories, interesting stories, but you know, not <laughs> I hate to say it, but not not every time you get caught by the cops, it's going to turn out bad. You know what I mean? It usually <laughs> turns out bad, but there are ways, there are times, and it doesn't turn out that bad. I've been stopped by the cops, and right before they're you know going to do whatever they're going to do, they get another call. And off they go. You know what I mean? That's happened to me. We were talking about one it's earlier tonight. Yeah, we were talking about one, one or two times. Just happened to be in a strip yeah. club two minutes later, as it turns they out. Get but an, life they is get funny. an emergency call, and they, they, you're, they you you're lower on the totem pole. So so that has happened. But yeah. uh, the, the book is kind of a collection of stuff like that, of uh, all these odd things that happened to this guy. And then he, in, in the very end, um, he comes out on the positive side, let's say. So it's I called. call them odd things. Not odd things. What would you call them? I would call them crimes. Crime, well, criminal. <laughs> criminal things. I mean, really, so that's not odd. It's okay. just crimes, you know. Okay. Burning, burning a car, you know, turning a, a Toyota into a... Rolls Royce. Rolls Royce, you, yes. You never got hemmed up and just needed to set a car on fire? There you go. Uh, that, that's but, happened well, to everyone. Not lately. But, <laughs> all right. He fine. was in a situation that he had to deal with... Something so right, right. He, 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 he took he the goes. lesser of all evils, and unfortunately, it may not have been legal, but it it got the job done and legalish, legalish, and legalish. I like that. Legal-ish. And then he had to uh, hope the, the statute of limitations ran out. Right. Yes. Yeah. It's also about about a battle against bureaucracy. You know. Bureaucracy, yeah, and uh, you know how you can get tied up in stuff like that, and then and, and, and it affects you. A victim of circumstance, yeah, a victim of circumstance. Got roped into doing something when he, his intention was to do something totally different, mm-hmm. like the car burning thing. He was supposed to be not the one doing that, the getaway yeah, driver, he was doing the, the other part of the thing, right? Yes. I will say, and he was I, a kid. I didn't realize the book was on sale, so I I only got the first chapter. So I read that, yes. and then when it ended, I was I was very upset because I wanted to keep going because mm-hmm. it was like okay, you know, nope. you, you you can't put it down. Once well, it gets right. it gets very pornographic after chapter two. Doesn't, is that it? Doesn't, no? <laughs> I checked on the All right when I clicked I on the. I must have um, missed that part. Yes, go ahead. When I clicked, <laughs> me too. When I clicked on the. QR code. Yes. It brought me to the Amazon page and it said, look inside. Oh, yeah, yeah, And it gave you like the first three chapters. Yeah, yeah. It gives you a lot. Yep. Yep. I mean, more than I would have considered was... No one reads that. Well, I'll tell you what. If you really want to read the next like couple of chapters, (laughs) that's the way to go. Well, uh, Get your interest going. Well, uh, yeah. But the the punchline is at the end of the book, wherever it should be. And... um, yeah, a lot of people are calling you know, just funny as the music and everything. Uh, Super Agent Jim Frankel, would you call it rollicking? It, it's, I don't know if it's rollicking, but it's a lot of fun. And, you know, and, and, and I have to say that overall, you get the impression of Al Ferrari as, as a nice guy with good intentions. Mm-hmm. Not a mean guy, not a bad guy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just a guy who uh, gets into some. Unusual situations that are not 
always his fault. Right. right. Some mm-hmm. are, but a lot circumstance. Are. A victim of circumstance. And right. rolled with the punches, too. The so yes, definitely rolled with the punches. Mm-hmm. Well, thank because you. I think still alive to tell it. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. yeah. Uh, so, well, thank you. I appreciate that. This is a good time to uh, we'll end the show on that note. So just remind everyone, uh, again, the name of the book is How to Dump a Body at Sea and Not Get Caught, The Al Ferrari Story, by Mac Maloney and Mark Sapula. Uh, go on Amazon uh, right now and uh, order it. Ebook and also the physical book, which is also very cool. I just want to thank everyone for joining us tonight. Let me start with Al Ronaldo here in the studio. Glad to be here, Mac. Time to call the galley and uh, put our order in. Stop and go. Uh, thank you, Al. Thank you, Lonely Larry, for adding to the fun tonight. Lonely Larry, wake up. I'm always here to liven up any party, Mac. Are you know really? Yeah, yeah. He's a party animal. Is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you bring in the drugs, possibly, but just yourself, no. Boom. Thank you, X, for joining us. X, thank you. Thank you for having me, and you know this book is life as we knew it. There's, there's, <laughs> that there's it some is. truth to that, yes. Thank you, X. We appreciate it. Susan Kay, we have to say goodnight to you now, Susan, a.k.a. the hot thank chick with the so Corvette. Much. Thank you for joining us and also for coming up with the 10 questions. Very funny, very enjoyable. When are you coming up Thank to uh, New England? Um, so I am looking at a horse to come up and see, hopefully in the next couple of weeks, maybe a couple of months at the really? latest. You're not talking about Al, are you? <laughs> Hang on, no way to stop it. Ashley, <laughs> there is a, a um, or a horse. There is a horse, horse. Uh, mating scene oh. in it, too. <laughs> As if it didn't have enough. There is a mating scene. Yeah, that was a good chapter. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Just another tease. Security Chief Willie Club, thank you for joining us. Well, thank you. I really enjoyed tonight, and I can see that that uh, book is on its way to be a bestseller. I'm well, convinced. great. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate it. Do you have any junk food tonight? You usually have a big box of junk food. I, yeah, I'm having a party afterwards. Are, are you really? Okay. All right. I'm still looking for those bouncers or bangers. What are they? Bouncers. Bouncers. Okay. Oh, they sell out quick. Yeah, yeah. They're Twinkies cut in, cut in fours because it's so tough to eat one Twinkie. You have to take it in four. Before we wrap this up, I just want to put it out there. If anybody wants to have any tips on how to sell aluminum siding to old ladies, just let me know. Don't say that. Come on. Because <laughs> Juan now, Juan Juan is in the book. Now let me just remind him he's a character of the book. Yeah. I thought he was going to say, if anyone wants to come to England, I'll pay your. Wow. <laughs> wow. Is that how they're bringing people in these days? <sighs> Raven, the time has come to say goodnight, honey. Sorry. Oh, it's all right. Thank you so much for having me. This was okay. great. All right, glad to have you back, and um, uh, we'll get the uh, other nineteen chapters to you. Okay, right, and we'll also find okay. out. We'll also find out what Al's uh, sign is in his. Uh, yeah, what is astrological sign? Yeah, is just so in on. case, you yeah, know. Yeah, I was doing some googling, trying not to like spoil the book, but I kept getting articles for the Boston Strangler. Oh, really? So it was really <laughs> difficult because I was salvo? like, this isn't the same person though. No. So no. I was like. <laughs> Okay, I can't look any further without, like, spoiling the book. That was Albert DeSalvo. 
Well, it was uh, yeah. when I first did the uh, a search online for it, it, it like an F- FBI website came up. How to dump a body at sea? I'm inclined. You know, <laughs> boom. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm sure you're probably flagged. Yeah, a yeah. Lot. yeah. Also turns. <laughs> I hope you wrote it on incognito mode. Uh, well, I am. I have my shades on, so that's a start. Okay, that that should be fine then. Thank you, Raven. We appreciate thank it. You. Thank you, Jim Franco. Have we thanked you tonight, Jim? Well, thank you twice. You're welcome. And uh, Juan Juan, in terms of selling uh, aluminum siding to old little old ladies, tell them they can line their pots and pans with it. Wow, there you go. Like aluminum foil. Do you the leftovers? Wasn't, wasn't so there, that's what I do. That's the voice that's of experience. Clean the dish. Wasn't there a commercial about some guy who said, uh, he's telling his grandkids how he was you know, such a hot, hot thing back in the day, uh-huh. and he could have bought a Harley Davidson's. But instead, he put aluminum siding on the house. Oh, God. And I'll tell you what, he probably did better with the aluminum siding than a Harley. But. He didn't have that much fun, though, as it turns out. Is there an audio edition of this? <laughs> it was a commercial of this on book? TV. On the, of the this book? book? Of, of how, to, how to dump a body. I, well, you would know uh, <laughs> sooner than I would. Johnny would I Depp to do the voiceover. <laughs> Yeah. Well, no, I'm Johnny. Sorry, because it's from a company called Speaking Volumes. Speaking I Volumes. Okay. Audio edition. We'll have some kind of a uh, confab with the, uh, the people at the top of Speaking Volumes. Is it Can you get Marky Mark to do the audio book? Oh, God. Yeah. I don't know. Throw, his, throw a bone to a fellow uh, dot have some rat. Connections. Yeah. Or, yeah. or Ben Affleck with his dunks. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Half-life. I bet if you pay him in dunks, dunks, he would do it. I mean, that guy, he has to do Dunkin' Donuts commercials. Come on. I mean, what? what Come on. Mahomes, that... Mahomes is doing uh, progressive insurance. Come on. Well, yeah, but there's a lot different. It's a lot well, more money. And so he's got a lot more money, though. All right. So, uh, Jim, thanks for joining us very quickly, very, very what? quickly. Who's going to be in the Super Bowl? Very quick. Oh, um, the. Hang the on. Panthers and the Bills. The Panthers couldn't win a high school Houston. Super Bowl. And the, Eagles. Not the, Bills, yeah, the Eagles. And the Eagles. And the Eagles. They're doing a threefer. Wow. Baltimore is definitely. Baltimore's going to be in it. Jim, what do you yeah. say? Right? Baltimore. I think it'll be Baltimore and San Francisco. San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, yeah. I, d- I don't know. Don't give Detroit away yet. The thing about yeah. Detroit. Mm-hmm. The, Someone told me today the thing about Detroit. And I haven't watched them a lot, but I uh, I just know that they're a crummy team that all of a sudden now we're in the playoffs. What they do is what they do differently is that you know if you have like five minutes to go in a game, you'll win in like nine to seven or something. What do you do? You sit on the ball, you take a knee, you take all your timeouts, you drain out the clock, and that's how you win the game. Detroit just keeps on going, pass and run and pass, and they never give up. Till the last minute, and and no other team does that. So that's why I'd love it for them to be in the Super Bowl. Love it, love it for them to win. win. Wow, anybody but Kansas City. Yeah, Kansas, sick of Kansas City. I'm sick, sick of Kansas City. Sick of everyone. Sick is. of Mahomes. I'm sick of Taylor Swift. All that. Yeah, shit. that whole thing. <laughs> yeah, they want them to be in the Super Bowl because it's huge. It's huge, huge, huge ratings. You know, but sick of Kansas City. I was surprised Buffalo went the way it went. Philly is a disgrace. Cowboys, terrible. Lonely Larry has no idea what we're talking about. Sports. Yeah, how about sports. the Patriots, though, Mac? Yeah, they're terrible. Yeah, how about them Patriots? <laughs> that from a guy who doesn't know whether they blow up the football or stuff it with feathers. Correct? <laughs> Did the Patriots hit that, hit that good home run? Yes, they have. Exactly. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's so the problem. Funny. Right on top <laughs> of it. Exactly. Well put. Well, so I've said goodnight to everybody, right? 
uh, everybody? I think yeah. so. Yeah, well, Maybe. Close so enough. Thanks for joining us and also Lois for joining us earlier uh, tonight. Yes, and the name, the name, warm, y'all. the name once again is uh, How to Dump a Body at Sea and Not Get Caught by Mac Maloney and Mike Zapula on Amazon right now. And order it. And thank you, everyone. And this is Mac Maloney for uh, the entire gang saying, remember this year, especially this year, that John McCain was not a loser. Okay, he's a disabled war veteran. He's a war hero. You don't make fun of people like that. So until you hear us next time, this is back for the entire gang saying, be safe, be happy, and bye-bye. Hey, thanks, everyone, for joining us for the on-air book party for Mac's new book, How to Dump a Body at Sea and Not Get Caught, The Al Ferrari Story. I'd like to remind everyone that they can go to Amazon.com and type in How to Dump a Body at Sea and Not Get Caught to get your copy today. That's How to Dump a Body at Sea and Not Get Caught by Mac Maloney and Mark Zapula. Thanks again. And until you hear Mac the next time, this is Pistol Pete for the entire gang saying be safe, be happy, and bye bye This place where time has died